Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. Today on 30 Minutes, we feature Tucson community voices in response to the Supreme Court's historic 5-4 decision in favor of marriage equality. On Friday, June 26, 2015, a large coalition mobilized to create a celebration called Engaged on Scott Avenue between Congress and Pennington. Former State Representative Damian Klinko was the MC. Tucson's Men's Chorus Reveille and Tucson's Gay, Lesbian, Bisexual, Transgender, and Ally Chorus began the official program with a star-spangled banner. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, for the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting in air. former state、uh, representative, and it's really a tremendous day for Arizona and for this country.、Uh, let's give a round of applause for equality in America. Jennifer Hoful Olson and Kelly Olson spoke about how the ruling will affect their family. They were among successful plaintiffs in Lambda Legal's case against Arizona's discriminatory marriage ban. To make as much noise as we possibly can to celebrate. My wife Kelly and I have twin daughters that turned three two weeks ago, and today marks the day that the rest of the nation knows what they have known their entire lives. Which is that we love them, and our family matters just as much as every other loving family in this country and in this world. I was so scared that they would live in a nation, and they did, but they were really little, so I don't know how much they really know yet. And we've been protecting them, and they started preschool this week, and it's like the world is coming in, and mommy's trying to protect them from all the stuff, right? And so it's so affirming that today is the day. That the rest of the nation gets to know what we all know. I think Obama said it. So he said a lot of really beautiful things,、um, but that we're all more free when all Americans are equal. So I'm so excited to celebrate with you all tonight. I love this community. I love this city. I mean, look at the commitment. 
It is so flipping hot out here. I'm sweating in places. I don't even know we're in my body, but we're here together and I love you. We've been waiting for this day, but it's so exciting to finally have it here and to get to read the words that were used to hand down this decision. And so I've just been enjoying looking at some of that today and seeing how it is that Justice Kennedy described this thing that we've all been working toward. And I think he did a beautiful job and highlighted some things that I was actually ha really happily surprised to see in there. He wasn't just talking about marriage. He was talking about a right to your expression and personal identity. He's talking about something that's fundamental and whether that's uh, about defining yourself as, as to how you're building your family or how you're identifying your gender. I, I feel like the, the, um, the words he's using are really gonna carry us forward. And you know, he said that the Constitution ensures a fundamental right, and I wanna make sure I'm using his words, our personal choice is central to individual dignity and autonomy, including intimate choices that define personal identity. I mean, that's, that's what we're gonna keep working toward. There's still a lot, to, a lot to be done, but he's talking about that, and that's coming from the Supreme Court. And he also addressed the concern and the, and the argument on the other side that we should wait until the legislature decides that we should have our fundamental rights. And he said, that's not, that's not the balance of powers that we have in this country. That's not the judicial system and what the Constitution is about. Democracy is a process that works but now when someone's fundamental rights are being violated and they have a right to go to the courts and have that recognized and have that remedied. And he really did a wonderful job talking about that today, talking about our country's history and recognizing that the Constitution is there to protect fundamental liberties and that the, that the Supreme Court has said in the past and he said it today. There are just some things that are beyond the reach of majorities and officials and there are rights that are fundamental that may not be submitted to a vote. They depend on the outcome of no elections. Our rights are not up to other people's votes, right? And so he was a great voice today to say, when you're talking about a person's fundamental right that is not subject to someone's vote, we have a constitution that protects us. Today it was upheld in a way that it should be, and we're so glad to celebrate that today. Congratulations to all of you, to everyone who's ever love their kid no matter what, to anyone who's ever come out, to anyone who, whoever couldn't but is able to celebrate today, to anyone who's ever been bullied or lashed out against, you've all made it possible, thank you. Let's give another round of applause to Jennifer and Kelly for their bravery in fighting the legal system in this country. in vacuum. They happen with incredible allies and uh, political support. And there are a number of dignitaries who've sent their support today or who here who we want to acknowledge uh, very quickly. Um, State uh, Representative Randy Freeze, Supervisor Richard Elias, who you're going to hear from in a moment. Tucson City Council Member Karen Ulek, who we're also going to hear from very soon. Sunnyside School Board President Daniel Hernandez. Daniel. Sunnyside School District uh, Governing Board Member Ava Dong, and TUSD School Board Member uh, Cam Juarez. Also, um, people who've sent their best regards and who couldn't be here because of other obligations, Congressman Raul Grijalva, who's been a real champion, Senator, State Senator Olivia Cajero Bedford, Lynn Pancrazi, and State Representatives Fernandez, Gabaldon, Mock, Steele, uh, City of Tucson Mayor Jonathan Rothschild, 
and TUSD Governing Board President Adelita Grijalva and TUSD Governing Board Member Crystal Foster. Also today would not be possible without the incredible support of a number of individuals who quickly rallied to be able to provide the, uh, the resources to put today's event on. Major sponsors include the Southern Arizona AIDS Foundation, Equality Arizona, Arizona for All, Centra Realty and Colette Brajas, Junction, The Observer. Next, I'd like to introduce uh, Supervisor, Pima County Supervisor Richard Elias. Richard Elias has been a champion for LGBT rights and equality in this region uh, for a generation. He's an extraordinary advocate and fighter, and uh, I'm uh, proud to call him my friend. So welcome, Richard. Thank you for being here. All right, everybody. How are we doing out there? Yeah. Yeah. Feels great. Feels good, doesn't it? Well, i tell you something. When you're listening to all these people talk on TV and stuff, don't believe all that stuff that you hear about this being brought about by activist judges or by politicians who appointed people on the Supreme Court. Today's actions were brought about by all of us in our advocacy, our compassion, and our love for each other. And that's what really brings down the house here in the United States of America. I think it's important to still remember that. So always keep that in your heart because there's a lot of days where it doesn't look so good. I remember 40 years ago, Anita Bryant running around this country, boo, yeah, boo, talking about pray the gay away. Well, that's over, that's done. We here today, we're here on Scott Street, we're here in Tucson, and we have a better measure of equity today than we did before. Let's hear it one more time for that. You know, this fight isn't really over. We've got to continue to push for more equity from all our levels of government, including Pima County. We have to produce that. We have to produce that pressure because this isn't over. And more than ever, we have to put pressure on the Arizona State Legislature to recognize that we are all equal, that we are all together, and that we make a difference right here in the state of Arizona. That needs to be recognized. That needs to be done. In the meantime, I encourage us all to celebrate tonight, to be joyful with each other, to love one another, to smile at each other, to hold doors open for each other, to be kind in general. Because it's not every day that we get to celebrate like this. This is a big, huge decision by the Supreme Court. Huge magnitude. A great step forward in promoting the basic promise of America, of opportunity, of equity, and of our families sharing each other's love. That's what this is about. That's what we're here to celebrate tonight. I hope we all have a good time doing that. And I gotta tell you, in the words of Woody Guthrie, today it's more true than ever. This land is your land. This land is our land. Thank you all very much. Que siga la lucha! Next we have uh, really a champion for LGBT rights in our city, um, an individual who has quietly toiled away to make sure that our rights are protected at the city level of government. 
Erin Ulick has lived uh, as a member of our community. She's an extraordinary advocate. Um, and again, I am so proud of her and everything she does to make sure that we're on the cutting edge of equality in this state. Erin. You are so beautiful. You are so beautiful. Honestly, I didn't think I'd be this moved because so many of us I know, I mean, seriously, even last week I was thinking, eh, you know, I've lived with a lot of stigma my whole life. So what, you know, what's a little Supreme Court decision gonna mean to me, right? We've survived, we've thrived together, we have celebrated together, we have loved together, we have lost together, and today we have won together. Part, part of what's so moving to me is seeing so many of you who I know and love dearly, uh, and those I don't know, those of us who are queer here today, knowing the joy in your eyes, the joy that we share in our hearts, and also knowing that you have suffered, you have felt deep pain and discrimination, and yet we're here today still able to love and feel joy and share that joy together. When I came out, and I know this is a shared story, when I came out in 1982, it was against the law to be queer. The Supreme Court upheld that ruling in 1986, and we were all regarded as a special kind of mentally ill, right? In the diagnostic code, do we all, many of us remember this, our generation just in three short decades has seen such enormous change. It's so profound. And I can tell you when I came out, I had two major fears kind of based on all this stuff swirling around me. Number one, what am I gonna do? I own no black leather. What kind of lesbian am I gonna be, okay? Now I do and everything's okay. Um, <laughs> but the other thing was, I thought meant coming out meant opting into a life that would be prematurely shortened by death, probably by suicide. I mean, this is the image I had about the life I had ahead of me that we all had ahead of us. Uh, and so, of course, this joy is so deep. And I'm so thankful to each and every queer in this audience who has been willing to live and love out loud, thank you to the new generation of leaders who is way louder than we ever were, I think. I mean, standing up so proud and demanding justice. And for all of our straight allies also, because they too have dared to love us out loud despite all the, the discrimination that we faced. So uh, it is truly a day of celebration. It's a day uh, where love prevails and, and uh, where I think we can demonstrate and moving forward, continue to demonstrate that love truly does prevail. And I know, I'm so proud to be part of this community because I know that not only will we fight, continue to fight to make sure people understand that our love and our lives matter we will also make sure 
that everybody understands that black lives matter. That immigrants' lives matter. That women's lives matter. And that our great nation is made greater when we stand together and hold each other in love. Thank you. Elected officials in our region who represent our community are, uh, are not extraordinarily numerous. Um, they are, but they are fighting the fight and they, through their lives, they really champion our cause. Um, Daniel Hernandez, uh, we'd like to welcome to the stage to provide some remarks. He's the president of the Sunnyside School Board and a, uh, an ardent LGBT champion, LGBTQI champion. Where are my gays at? That's the kind of volume I like. You know, today's been a very interesting roller coaster of emotions for me, as I'm sure it has been for all of us. So today I started in Salt Lake City. I was sitting at the airport when the announcement came on CNN. Across from me was a row of Mormon missionaries. So I think I win for the most interesting place where you found out that marriage equality came to the entire United States. Today has been a day that I never thought I would see. When I was elected in 2011 as the youngest openly gay elected official in the country, had you asked me that Arizona would be one of the states that would have marriage equality, that Texas, Alaska, Arkansas, really every, any state that was red would have marriage equality, I would have said not in my lifetime. And yet, four short years later, we stand here because in the immortal words of Martin Luther King, the art, I love that you're already clapping. I haven't even said anything. The arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. And that is what we achieved today. We didn't ask for special treatment. We didn't say that we wanted to be treated as other. We said we wanted to be treated just like everyone else. So today, we accomplished what people thought was impossible. You have marriage equality in every state and territory in the United States. You have all the same rights, responsibilities, and privileges therein. But more importantly, we realize that the job is not done. We have a lot of work to do. We have to win over those conservatives. Because even today, if you just look at the response from different people and different organizations, they say, well, you know, Traditional marriage is not going to be affected. And that's right. Traditional marriage is not going to be affected because two men or two women can get married. It's going to get better. So thank you all so much. And whether you are going to pull up the bootstrap on some boots or lace in some stilettos, we need to keep working because we know that our job is not done. There are only 28 states in this country where you can have protections for being a member of the LGBT community. So you can get married on Sunday, then go to work on Monday and get fired for showing your love. So that is not okay. We have won this battle, we will keep fighting, and we will keep fighting until we can't fight anymore. Then somebody else will pick up the fight if it has to keep going. So thank you all so much. And I'm so, so proud to be a Tucsonan, to be an Arizonan, but above all, to be an American today. Thank you.
thank a few more of our sponsors before we get to our next speaker. Um, the contributing sponsors for today's event are the uh, GLBT Chamber of Commerce, the Tucson Interfaith AIDS, HIV Network, Tihon, the Southern Arizona Gender Alliance. Next, we'd like to welcome John Jackson and Bill Haller to the stage uh, to talk about their experience and what they've done in trailblazing uh, marriage equality uh, by living it every day. Thank you so much for coming. It's incredible to see all these faces here. And it's a wonderful day. And I uh, just want to give you a little um, story about our experience. Uh, I got a really unusual wedding proposal last October uh, when uh, my partner, my now husband, was in Paris. He, he heard about the marriage being legal in Arizona before I did. So I got a text in the morning. I was all asleep. And he said, did you hear the news? I'm like, I haven't even had coffee yet. What the hell's going on? <laughs> so he, uh, he said, okay, just check out, check out Facebook and you'll see. And uh, I just got chills because we could actually get married in Arizona. We didn't think that that would ever happen. And he said, if you want to do it, put an X. And I put X, 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 about 20 of them. And Today, I got the same, we got the same chills when this happened. And it's um, so incredible that we have legal teeth and it means something all across the country. And uh, we're just so thrilled and honored um, to be recognized like this. Thanks for coming out, appreciate it. We have Pima County public one of the public defenders, uh, Abby Jensen, and um, Equality Arizona board member Michael Woodward. Please welcome to them to the stage. Michael and I are each also officers of the Southern Arizona Gender Alliance. It's one of the oldest transgender support and advocacy organizations in the country. It was founded right here in 1998. So I'm, I'm up here because, you know, we hear all this talk about, hey, now lesbian couples can get married and now uh, gay couples can get married. Well, as of today, trans couples can get married too. Because until today, there were places in Texas where I was considered a man. You know, once a man, always a man, no matter what. And uh, so I could only marry a woman. Now, that was okay with me. But the rest of the state, I could only marry a, a man, and I didn't like that part. So, and you know, and it was the same going to other states, and and nobody knew for sure. Well, if you if you were already married, and then one of the partners transitioned, uh, is their marriage still valid? You know, can we still file joint tax returns, or you know, whatever? And nobody knew for sure. And as of today, none of that matters. It only matters who we love. So, excuse me, we're happy to be here. This is a great day for all of us. Yeah, so this is so much, this is more than marriage, right? This is more than just simple equality. As, as momentous as today's decision is, we cannot let it blind us to the work that's left to be done. We must remain engaged and we must continue to work towards full liberation. Every time there's a symbolic ruling like there is the significant backlash, 
The backlash looks at the acts of physical and sexual violence against largely low-income, gender, non-conforming people of color who cannot afford privacy and safety. Policy change does not translate into changing hearts and minds. Community organizing does. So stop discussing progress without understanding punishment. Transgender and other non-gender non-conforming people suffer the highest rates of violence, discrimination, and harassment of any minority population in the United States. And yet it's our community is still mostly invisible, especially at times like this. Only 4% of funding goes to LGBT organizations, to, to trans organizations with LGBT funding. I'm a proud transgender man. Before I began living as Michael, my life was in the lesbian community. I was there with you through the disco lounges of the 70s, the devastation of AIDS in the 80s, and the explosion of rainbows in the 90s. I am transgender, and yes, I'm still your family. We must enact laws banning discrimination based on both gender identity expression and on sexual orientation, both at the state and federal levels. Creating a remedy for the discrimination that affects all of us is especially important to trans people. Trans people are twice as likely uh, to be unemployed, and if you're a trans person of color, trans woman of color is four times more likely to be unemployed and to live on less than $10,000 a year. So we must end the exclusion of coverage for medical treatment for trans people, including hormones and surgeries, both in private insurance and in America's Medicaid, known, uh, Arizona's Medicaid known as Access. That's really, really important. So I'm still here with you today, 15 years later, continuing to work, do the same thing work that we've, we've begun. And I hope that you'll stick around too, because like Abby said, this work is for all of us, all of us. Next, we'd like to welcome the LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce President, Joseph Howell. Hi there, uh, my name is Joseph. I'm with the Tucson GLBT Chamber of Commerce and I represent 200 organizations, individuals, businesses who are all celebrating this great victory today. Isn't that so exciting? Um, it's also, I think it's really cool that I get to speak today. Um, a little bit about me. So my mom is Mexican-American and my dad is African-American and 50 years ago, the law said they couldn't get married. But the Supreme Court, in their magnanimous, gave my parents the right to marry. And today, the Supreme Court gave their gay son the right to get married. So it's just kind of like, cool. So we really gotta celebrate the victory, right? But we celebrate just for tonight because we know that tomorrow the struggle continues. There is still so much injustice in our community. There are so many rights, or excuse me, so many wrongs that need to be righted. Uh, and we're just all going to keep moving forward together until one day that all of us can join together in one voice and say that injustice has no place in the 21st century. But tonight, let's celebrate. Our next speaker is Pete King. Pete uh, helped organize this event um, and is uh, an incredible advocate in our community. Uh, he's coming up from the back. He isn't following the schedule. Uh, but let's, uh, let's give him a round of applause. There's a really neat spirit in Tucson, I have to say. I've been an activist in San Francisco for 35 years. I've closed Castro Street and organized Gay Pride down Market Street. But you know what? Even though there might be a million people in the streets of San Francisco, I think this is really, really my favorite. There's something really, really neat about Tucson. It's chill, it's laid back. But what I really like about Tucson is everyone just seems to like each other here. You know? And I really, really, really admire that and feel very blessed to live here in Tucson and call it my home now. So 
a lot of great speakers have been here tonight to talk about how monumental this is. Um, I'm very mindful of everybody who's not here to be with us. All those people who blazed the trail ahead of us who made today possible. I really feel that. I'm missing my boyfriend in Canada. I gotta say, I wish he was here. But I also wanna just remind us, we got a ways to go. You know, there's a lot of work to do still. This is a thrilling day that we can all be proud of as Americans and as people, but there's a long way to go. I'm very, very mindful of the, the situation in Charleston this week. Although, I gotta say, the response even in the South about taking the Confederate flag yeah. down. It's been a really amazing week here in this country. Really amazing. You've been listening to remarks made by Tucsonans on Friday, June 26, 2015, in response to the Supreme Court's historic 5-4 decision in favor of marriage equality. We heard from Desert Voices and Reveille. Former State Representative Damian Klinko was the MC. Speakers included Jennifer Hopeful Olson, Kelly Olson, Pima County Commissioner Richard Elias, Tucson City Councilwoman Karen Ulick, Sunnyside School Board member Daniel Hernandez, John Jackson and Bill Holler, Abby Jensen, Michael Woodward, Joseph Howell, and Pete King. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager.